Welcome to an episode of Living for the King, hosted by your youth director, Brandon Hurt. Listen in as he interviews fellow believers on how we can encourage others to be more like Christ and better our relationships by living for the King. Living for the King. All right, we've got episode eight finally here. Um, we've taken a few weeks off uh, from the, doing the podcast, and I've really kind of missed it, honestly. Um, even as still as, as nervous as I get, I look forward to doing these uh, just to kind of get more more FaceTime with these kids. Um, so we've got episode eight, and I think we've tried at least four or five different times to get this person on the podcast. <laughs> um, so without further ado, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Um, hi, it's Ella Berry. I go to Portland High School. I'm involved in student leadership, and I'm glad he's as nervous as I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think Ella has uh, put this off a little because she's nervous, and then just some other things were coming up. And honestly, I was going to make a podcast in the last few weeks, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I wanted to, um, like I had, I had some thoughts on talking about the young lady from Liberty Creek that passed away, Aaliyah, is it Brooks? I think it was Brooks, right? Um, just sounded like a remarkable kid, uh, a remarkable leader in her small community, but then also someone who has <laughs> given back tenfold through organ donorship and just the legacy that she left in her short time here on earth. Uh, just, just sounds remarkable. Her, her family sound remarkable, very strong in their faith. I, I thought about talking about that. Couldn't do it. I literally would be almost in tears just thinking about what I'd say. Um, I wanted to follow up even on the Asbury uh, revival that they were doing up in Kentucky. It did finally end after a couple weeks, I think it was. But a lot of things have gone on. Um, but we're going to just jump right into this episode. Um, before I start, Ella actually is someone I've probably known longest at this church when I first started coming here with Jana. She was a little kid. And Ella didn't like a lot of men or boys back then, but she always liked me, and it always made me feel good that she did. So, Ella, are you saved? Yes. Tell me when and how. I was um, saved on April 29th at home, I think. I don't know. It was so long ago. Um, I believe I was at home, and I talked to my mom and my dad. And then the coming up Sunday, which was May 6th, I was baptized by Mr. Patrick. It was the next Sunday? I think so, yeah. Wow. Brother, I couldn't remember when Brother Mark came and how old you were. Was Brother Robert here at all? Do you remember him at all? I don't remember him at all. So maybe not. Um, yeah, so I knew that answer, Ella. I knew she's been saved for a while. Do you know how old were you? Mm, maybe eight, I think. Eight, somewhere in there. I was thinking around eight or nine for you. I couldn't remember, though, exactly. Um, well, tell the people listening, tell us kind of what you like to do. What are some favorite ways you, you like to spend time? So um, I like to spend time with my family, my friends. I spend a lot of time on Netflix. We like Netflix, yeah. <laughs> What's your, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Uh, anything medical. Grey's Anatomy, I like that a lot. Chicago Med, anything like that. I'm, it's kind of my thing. I, I had a patient tell me about Chicago Med. There's like Chicago Fire, Chicago mm-hmm. Med, Chicago, is it police? I think there's a PD, yeah. Yeah. Like, is, I don't know, maybe we should give it a try because a lot of people are talking about it. How many seasons? Oh, Chicago Med only had like I think maybe four seasons. But oh, is like, it done? I don't think they're coming out with anymore. But like Grey's Anatomy has like eighteen. So yeah, it's we, a lot. Jan and I did it at Grey's Anatomy for quite a while. Um, and there's literally no one left. Is is Meredith still the only one on there? She's on there, and I think maybe like that one other 
No, they moved. I think she's. I, I think she's like the only one on there. Is Bailey gone? Oh gosh, I don't even remember who that is. Oh, yeah, no. I would say so, so. Probably so. Um, well, Ella, what is like? What's your favorite memory with the youth group? Um, so we went to Holiday World. I don't know, maybe like three, four. How long ago was that? It's been a while. I don't it remember. Was, yeah. It was a while it was before ago. COVID. Right. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Everybody went. We all like got to stay in. Where's that at? Where's Holiday? Was it Indiana? I think Santa so. Claus, Indiana. Yes, we all stayed in the little like hotel. <laughs> oh, I can't even remember. <laughs> and then we all just went and had a bunch of fun. The next few days, it was, it was fun. I I think back. There's it's I don't know if you remember. I actually, didn't I didn't go on that trip. I was sick. See, I didn't. So that's why I don't guess. remember. So you didn't remember wasn't there. <laughs> um, so that's why I don't know the details. But I know you guys had a good time. So, what are you going to be when you grow up, Ella? Okay, so I would like to um, own my own business for like hopefully a daycare, but I think I, I've like looked into real estate before that, so I think that's kind of what I want to do. I did not know that. I didn't. I, I obviously know you. If you know Ella, you know that she loves to be around kids. Majority of the time, she's probably got one of the church kids on her hip bouncing around somewhere, and she's been like that since she was a little girl with baby dolls, um, and then. It, Graduated to real kids once her parents started having kids, and then it went to my kids, and you know now it's uh, Jacob and Bailey's got Rhett and Emmett and Ella's I think their third or fourth mother, but that does not surprise me. I didn't know that though that you wanted to maybe consider doing that. What about like real estate? Um, I just like I like I don't know maybe not real estate but like interior designing. I really like that and like I just like homes. I guess back to like the kid thing. I I like, like being able to tell a family like this could be your forever home where you raise your kids and like it's yeah. kind of cool. I guess maybe you can uh, marry a contractor and yeah. that contractor can build the house and you can design it. Yep, <laughs> and sell it. Any uh, single contractors out there listening? Ella, you on the market right now? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ella's blushing a little. Um, so Ella, so Ella has some siblings. She is the oldest. So tell us, Ella, what's it like being the oldest? And also, who's the favorite? Oh, gosh. Um, what it's like being the oldest, I would say it comes with a lot of responsibility. Everything you do, your siblings um, are looking at and watching, good or bad. So you have to try to make the right decision for, like, you know, they're going to know. If you get grounded for whatever it is, they know. And then they're like, well, Ella did it. So <laughs> I'd say a lot, it, a lot of responsibility in trying to be a good example for your siblings. And then I'd say uh, Fisher's the favorite, but, you know, he's the only boy. So, and he's the, he's the youngest, so. Do you think your parents would agree that Fisher's the favorite? No, they say they don't have favorites, but Fisher's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, being the oldest kid can be tough, but you kind of set the tone. Um, sometimes you get away with a little more at times because mm-hmm. your parents don't know to look for it yet, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> They're not used to the so. sneakiness. Right, yes. Who's more sneaky of all three of you? Uh, definitely me, but I mean. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Ella, who's more argumentative out of all three of you? Allie, yeah. Not by much, though. You you, you can hold your own. I, I would definitely say Allie. Is. I think I, pro- I just learned whenever it was like, I, okay, this is not a fight. I'm going to win. And she's still like, I'm going to fight till I, like, I get what I want. Allie will die on any heel. She just doesn't care. <laughs> um, so next question, jumping into the Bible for a second. Who's your favorite person in the Bible and why? And I think I may know this answer. Um, I would say Ruth, 
well, first of all, because it's my middle name, and it's just kind of cool that there's someone in the Bible that, I mean, I wasn't named after Ruth in the Bible. I was named after my grandma, but her story, I guess, meant more to me because it was also my middle name, so I cared to learn it. Mm-hmm. And she was she stayed very loyal to Naomi through their whole journey, so I like that. So your grandmother, Ruth Matthias, mm-hmm. is like a staple in our church. Everybody knows Miss Ruth. Um and it, actually, you should feel privileged because Allie isn't in the Bible. Mm-mm. Fisher isn't in the Bible. So I, I mean, you're the favorite. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, I am their first. So. <laughs> so all the other ones like didn't quite add up to you. That's why they kept having more. Right. Like, yeah. Well, we can't that replicate would make Ella. a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So see, maybe you are the favorite. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Um. So staying in the Bible, what is your favorite verse? What's it mean to you? Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It just um, it kind of tells me that no matter what's going on, God has my future in His hands, and I don't have to worry. That is a strong verse. I think a lot of people know that verse. Um, a lot of people get that verse as tattoos. I think is that what Co- Colby? I don't think he has. I don't know if he has that one. What do you have that one? No, but oh. it's my next one. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Where are you gonna get it? Um, probably on my arm. Like on your under wrist area. It's gonna be on this side though, so my watch kind of covers it a little bit. Ella's on her way to getting Sorry, fully Mom. tatted up. I hadn't told her about that one yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> no surprise. Ella's springing something on us in the middle of a podcast. So thinking in the sense of school and the high school, um, do you think Christ is present in your school? No, uh, definitely. I think that – I mean, I think it's gotten better, like – um, a few weeks ago, we had like a really big turnout at, at FCA, and it's like I've seen like as I walk past in the morning because I don't get up in time. I have really bad senioritis. Um, yeah, I see that like every Friday there's a lot of kids in there, and it started with like maybe what like twenty, if that. And so it's it's definitely gotten better, but God is not present like He should be. So like when the FCA door closes, it's like God's gone. Yes, it's very much. I mean, like, yeah. That was, you know, I think that's common. I think that was like that when I was in school. I didn't go to FCA in school. To back up a little, I'm super proud of Skylar. He's really making a push to to make that happen. Um, mm-hmm. Skylar did something really cool a couple weeks ago and kind of shared his testimony for uh, an FCA dinner. It was a fundraising event and got up and, you know, for probably 10 minutes or so, eight or 10 minutes and, and talked in front of a bunch of adults and uh, just crushed it, did a good job. But I know that, uh, is it Seth Massey? Am I saying that right? Is that the baseball coach? Doxy. Doxy. Doxy, not Massey. And then um, Evan's mom. I can't think of her name. Shoot. Brown. What's her name? Yeah, Misty. Miss Misty. Misty. The, so they're the sponsors. Um, they're super involved in, in working with these kids, and it's super awesome to see. Um, and I, I've said it already on these podcasts, but that's still really our only avenue right now, getting into the schools with the kids. Mm-hmm. And – uh, it, was, it was just cool to see Skylar do that. I know Skylar's making a push for it, so shout out to you, Skylar. Um, just keep it up. God's going to continue to bless that ministry. Um, there's some really cool stats on FCA that they shared, um, just how many people have been saved, You know how many people have been exposed to the gospel through FCA, and it's just super awesome to see. But, yeah, when that door closes, it is. It's like, okay, well, we're done talking about Jesus for the day right. or until next Friday, right? So it's super weird. It's you know, Allie, I think Allie brought it up. It's just not cool. It's not. You know, and you're the weirdo. You're the oddball if you're mm-hmm. like the Christian in the group. Right. So I'm not sure if that changes anytime soon. Um, 
but I do feel like things are starting to change a bit. Mm-hmm. I think you guys got some momentum. We just got to keep it going. So, you know, hopefully anybody who's listening will keep praying for that ministry at school and just praying for these teens. Um, that kind of leads us right into the next question. It just says, why do you think it's so hard for others to follow God's word in today's schools? Or like, why isn't it cool? Um, I would say it's not cool because um, you can't go out on the weekends. and Well, I wouldn't say you can't, but you, you're not supposed to go out on the weekends and do the things that kids want to do. Like, you know, getting drunk and going to parties is the cool thing. And that's, I wouldn't say you're not allowed to do that as a Christian, but I mean, people do and they still call themselves Christians. It's just very frowned upon. Yeah, that's tough. Well, first of all, it's illegal. You're 18. <laughs> um, but yeah, what comes of that is is never good. Never. You know what I mean? And the tough part is, is you have to find yourself that group and you have to be maybe the leader of that group. But that you guys set the tone and do something different. Mm-hmm. Y'all have got prom coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Something promise. The Instead of going somewhere else Saturday night, you go do something with a group. That's not, not sound familiar at all. I don't think they do that. So typical prom fashion, people would go to prom mm-hmm. and they'd leave. They'd go to a party and be drunk out in the field or something. Right. And so around the time we were in school, maybe before, um, it, they made it a place where kids, teens could go and like we'd go to a ball and alley the rest of the night or we'd go to someone's house the rest of the night that was supervised and stuff. And we kind of took that temptation away a bit. And if we didn't put ourselves in that situation, it was easier to say no, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you got to do. Um, it will never be cool in the secular world of where we're living, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the way it's, <laughs> it's not the way it's set up. Um, so we have to kind of, make our own cool. <laughs> we have to redefine that a bit. And that's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not going to pretend it is, but that's, that's the direction we kind of have to take it. So how do you think like we as Christians could be more involved in school activities or get others to be part of even our youth program or just a youth program in general? Um, I think a big part of why our youth group like maybe like doesn't is because we're so afraid of what people are going to say about us. If we do like, Oh, I didn't know they were like that, or we got to watch out for them because they're like this, you know. That's fair. People talking bad about you because of the way you believe. So it's a fear. It's fair that you say that. It's not fair that they do that. Right, That's a fair right, point. Yeah. Is what I was saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I really have considered it um, in that light. It's tough. <laughs> um, it, I don't understand getting people involved like in school activities. So we as Christians, so like how do we then make that the norm? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're the abnormal ones because we're Christians. We just looked up the statistics earlier. I mean, it was a low percentage of people who I think it was under 50% people call themselves Christians from the age group of 18 to 34, 18 to 29. Um, of those, I think 25% go to church. So one in every four person who calls himself a Christian in the age group from 18 to 29 go to church and that's church. So how do we, how are we going to expect those people to act differently in the world? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're not even coming to church, much less what are they going to do in the world when it's not church, when you're not surrounded by like-minded people. So that's tough. When when you get the answer to that question, um, I think you've got it figured out. So who, what, 
where would you point kids to, like as far as like a role model? Who would you say is a good role model for kids your age? Um, I would say I'm going to do two. So Sadie Robertson, like for a girl, like if you want like more somebody like you can relate to, and like for a guy, Tim Tebow. They're just both very good um, uh, celebrities in like the world that have they have the choice to go like do the wrong thing, but they always choose to do the thing that is right by God. Yeah, it, like when Tim Tebow came on scene. Nobody was doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of set a tone and set a standard for a lot of athletes. Sadie Robertson's remarkable. It's it's cool to see her like basically preach into these universities, hundreds of students in the sections, and 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 just sharing her story and sharing the gospel. Very admirable. Um, I mean, I would love for her. I would love for my daughters to look up to her um, and and try to emulate what she's doing. So I think that's a, a really good, really good choice. Can you think of anybody in? Like the music industry? Ooh. That's tough. I mean, other than like your Christian your artists. Christian artists, but right. like, I can't think of like someone who's singing about not Christian things and like is still. A Christian. Like, yeah. And like still a wholesome person. Right. I mean, like Justin Bieber, I think he said he was a Christian now. But I don't know that he's come out with a song that like shows that. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think like Lauren Daigle? Like, I wonder if she's classified as Christian or just like, because she has other songs too, mm-hmm. doesn't she? I think so. Um, but it's tough. Like the fact that we have to sit here and think about it, we could, you and I both could probably come up with a hundred people in the music industry off the top of our heads, mm-hmm. but we can't come up with one of those people who would say, yeah, I'd say they're a good role model. Right. Yeah. And that's tough because we know them better than anybody. Mm-hmm. They're in the spotlight all the time. So what do you have any ideas on? Like how we could get some more exposure for this podcast or get other people listening to this podcast? Um, keep sharing it to social medias. And, I mean, I don't know. Asking more people to be on it, the more people that are on it, the more people we're going to reach that get their family involved and then they share it with their family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in, in fact, we've got some things coming up with our youth group here pretty soon. One of the things is going to be um, our youth are going to share at the Sunday School Convention which is happening at Salmon's Church up in Franklin this year. And I think that's on the 15th of April. Um, and basically our youth, you know, a couple of them are going to share their testimony. We're going to have a few people lead some worship songs. Um, and then I'm going to get up there and just kind of talk about this podcast and what we're doing, what our goal is. And so maybe that in and of itself will create some more interest. And I was talking to somebody and they, you know, they were like, hey, Maybe you can get other youth groups in our area involved. Right. Yeah. You know, ask if they want to do something. Um, do you think kids would be open to doing that? I can think of a few kids that I think would like another youth group, like that would enjoy to do that. Yeah. I mean, it isn't. It's nerve wracking. Like it is. Now yeah. you feel comfortable now, don't you? Yeah. But when you first start, it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I can't breathe, I can't talk, I can't, my, my mouth dry. Right. right. Um, <laughs> it's just it's weird, and it happens to me every time still. But like. You know, I was thinking back to the, the question before, or a couple questions is, you know, how do we get people involved, maybe even more in our youth group? And, you know, the guy, the group of guys you guys invited for a few weeks. It was mm-hmm. just, it was fun having them in class because it's somebody new and different. They were excited. I, I saw them walking into Walmart the other day. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> it was Tony. Give me the other two names. It wasn't Sh- Ben. Shion? I don't or know. Or Danny. 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 And Ryan? I don't remember. 
I don't remember. I can't remember who it was now, but I, I don't know if they'd recognize me or not, but I like rolled my truck window down and I said something mm-hmm. to them and they were like, I was just weird, weird looking dude. <laughs> and then finally I said something and I think they realized who it was. But if you're listening to this, get your butt back over here because we, we miss having you. But like, how do we get, obviously you invited them, you brought them, but like, how do we get them here and want to come more often? That's, that's what I deal with all the time. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, how do I get them to want to come back? Um, you know, we try to get people involved, try to get them more or less signed up and committed to doing something. And it's kind of like, and they start coming, but you don't want to make it an obligation, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's the, that's just letting you in on my world. That, like, that's what I struggle with is trying to get the kids to want to come back and, and want to do things with us. Ella, who do you want to say hi to on the podcast? You got to give a couple people some shout outs. Um, hello, mom, dad, Papa and Chrissy. <laughs> you think they'll listen? Yeah, for sure. And then I guess Alan Fisher. You better name some friends. They're going to be mad at you. Well, I already gave a shout out to all the guys. Um, well, you did. <laughs> I don't have any friends. Hey, Jewel. I don't know where you've been, but not in church. Yeah, Jewel. Speaking of Jewel. We miss you. Your part's getting given to somebody else because you didn't <laughs> get here for practice. Which, by the way, hope, hopefully she listens to this episode. I'm just, I was like, my heart exploded when I saw Gracie here the other day. She was like one of our, you know, core that we had growing up and I got to see her growing up and we missed her for a bit here. And it's cool to see her back the last couple of Sundays. Like Eden, when I told Eden that Gracie was back, she was like, she exploded. She was like, what? And then she was like, do you, do you think she'll remember me? No. And I was like, uh, yes, Eden. I don't, I don't think she'll forget you. Um, anybody else when you say hi to? I could list a lot of people, but that would take a long time. Yeah, I'm just saying you better do it while you got your chance or they're going to hold you down for it. Um, oh, yeah, something cool happened today. Hopefully he's listening, maybe. Um, sir got baptized. Yes, he did. In service. That's super cool. Um, I'd like to make it known that I got Sir's first hug when he came out of the water. So that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it was cool to see. And what was neat was about a month before that, Chessie and I were talking and um, she was like complimenting Sir on how much he had changed and, and kind of how he was growing up and his thinking and his thought process and just how he was living. And it was like, then we hear the next thing we know is Sir's getting saved and then here comes Sir getting baptized. Um, and it's super awesome. Not only when that happens, but then you see like, two or three rows taken up by family members. Mm-hmm. It's just neat because you know what they're feeling. You know how proud they are, um, you know, of their family member. And it's just, oh, it's fun to see. Um, but yeah, if you're listening, we've got one last question. We'll wait for that in just a second. But we've also got Easter coming up. So the youth are going to be involved a little bit with uh, Eastern, Eastern. We used to call it Easter Cantata. I don't know if we're calling it that this year or not. But Miss Carol's got something she's working on. The kids are going to be reading some things and the little kids are going to be doing some stuff as well. So looking forward to that. Um, and then in a few weeks, April 30th, uh, we've got Youth Night. Um, we're actually going to have a sports day that morning and morning service. Uh, I think we're going to be talking some about FCA, but may even have some of our coaches take place in, in that if we can. Um, but looking forward to that. So we got a busy, busy few weeks coming up. Um, so, again, just kind of be in prayer for that for us. Um, but, Ella, the last question we kind of end every episode with is – how are you going to be found living for the king? Um, I think this is a good start. Now that I was finally <laughs> able to work up the nerve. Um, <laughs> Y'all, Ella put me on, like, she just left me on red a couple times. 
And I was like, hey, hey, bro, um, you're going to do this? And she's like, well, I can't. I'm sick. I'm pretty sure Ella wasn't sick the first time. I did. I had COVID. Maybe she had COVID or strep or whatever. But the next time I was like, hey, you still going to do it? Because they were going on vacation. We were going on vacation. She's like, oh, I'm just not prepared. I'll do it next week. And then I texted her this week. And I was like, you good for tomorrow? I didn't think you were going to text me back, if I'm being honest. And she's like, do you say sure? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I was uh, I was ready. All right. So this is your first step. But how else? How else are you going to be found living for the king? Um, well, my mom actually just gave me a like um, a devotion. So I had started doing that. Uh, the first night, I did not do it, actually. But the second <laughs> night, I, I was like, I'm going to start doing this. And I've been doing that since she gave it to me. So, What day are you on? She left, what, six, I think? Okay. Five. All right. And you done them all in a row? I've done them. Mm. Ellie, you've already missed a day I and you had to catch up? I missed one day and I had to read two. But, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um, that video, though, it's like it's so true what I just showed earlier. It's like... Let me see if I can carve out 10 minutes for God today. Mm-hmm. And that's embarrassing, but we don't even do that at times. Myself right. personally. It's like, so that's a great start. You start with that devotion. Sometimes it doesn't always take 10 minutes. It's just kind of like I read it, I do the prayer, and then. Right. So. That's a good answer, though. Um, I guess that kind of finishes us out. Um, I got to brag on Ella a little bit before we close, but. Uh, just super thankful that she she did this. I actually, I think you were supposed to be number two or three, even. I, I promised Skylar he's going to be number one, so you couldn't be number one. But um, so I've been excited to do it. Uh, Ella's, like I said in the beginning, she's somebody I've got to see grow up. It's hard to believe that she's eighteen already. Um, I know that Ella will do some great things just because of her freaking hard headedness and. <laughs> But usually when she puts her mind on something, she's going to tackle it and, and take care of it. But just a sweet girl. Um, I, she's going to be a wonderful mother and wife one day. Uh, I know that's going to happen. I know God's going to bless her with probably 30 kids, <laughs> whether they're hers or not. I don't know. But um, just cool to see. I'm excited to see kind of where God takes her. And I love you to death. Love you like my own. And just thanks for coming on, Ella Ruth. Love you, too. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And we hope you will join us again next time. Brandon encourages everyone listening to be found living for the King. Living for the King. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. God bless.